Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap Podcast. It's Annalena here. And today I have a special guest with me again. Her name is Daniela Nahas, and she is from Goddess Revived. And she's a transformational self-care coach for female entrepreneurs. She helps entrepreneurs own their worth so they can prioritize themselves and step away from the constant need to hustle and self-sacrifice and live a life that feels aligned with their vision of success. As she was previously burned out entrepreneur herself, she knows firsthand what it looks like to struggle, to hold all the pieces together and also show up powerfully for your business when you just feel exhausted and depleted. So she made it her mission to help women approach their lives in a way that honors their needs first. I love it so much. And I wanna just give you a warm welcome. So thank happy. you. Thank you for the intro. It's so nice to be here. Yes. And I, I want to add it on already. So we talk a, about it a little bit uh, later. Um, but you are a two force cleaning projector, which mm -hmm. probably played a big part in the equation of all of this that I just shared about your uh, path and your bio. So yeah, I'm also excited to dive into that. But first off, I want to like, Tell us a little bit about your story, especially, you know, I mean, here in this podcast, it's all about slowing down to eventually quantum leap. And I think we have so much in this like hustle, we need to make things happen. And we're chasing this idea of success, which may not even be our idea, right? So I would just love to hear a little bit from your journey and what has brought you to, you know, working in this particular area. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, you know, as as you said that, you know, about how you know, being a projector has led me to where I am now. It's it all kind of like I just got, you know, goosebumps because <laughs> it's so true. Um, I I started off in the fitness industry and I I worked in the fitness industry for about 15 years. My husband and I had a gym together and it was all about, you know, the hustle. You know, it was all about me personally hustling to get clients, you know, always doing, doing, striving, getting to get more leads, more clients, you know, get my name out there more. And it was the same for what, you know, we prescribe to our clients, you know, like show up, do the thing, commit to your workouts, commit to your nutrition plan, you know, just it was like the whole just do it mentality, you know, no matter how you're feeling mentally, emotionally, physically. And um, I guess throughout that path, I've kind of got called to towards different things. You know, I, I got certified as a holistic lifestyle coach, would, 
which, you know, kind of started to bring me more into like slowing down, you know, I started to like learn more about meditation and, um, and just approaching things more on a holistic level, you know, that exercise can also be a, a, a way that people, you know, it's a stressor, right? Yeah. And so it's, you know, depending on where your clients at, you know, they may not need this like hardcore workout, you know, and they might need something else to like actually create more energy, right? So something more low key. And so I started to learn a little bit more, you know, I started to, I guess, slow down a little bit more with my clients. But for myself, it was still this constant need to hustle and do, you know, like my, I think my whole life was like that, even as a kid, it was like, you know, if I wasn't doing something that I wasn't being productive, you know, and I wasn't making something happen. And um, I, I, you know, I experienced illness, you know, I, I think I learned the hard way that I needed to slow down. And, you know, it took me getting pretty sick. And it, even when I did get sick, I didn't clue in that this was the reason why, you know, that, that, that it was just I was doing too much. Mm-hmm. I was forcing too much. I was ignoring my own needs. And, you know, my own intuitive knowing that I needed to just stop and pause, you know, and just slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was always ignoring that because you have this constant, you know, thought in your brain just like playing over and over and you just got to keep doing you just got to keep pushing you know you just got to keep striving and um yeah I mean from from having a gym you know I I started to realize that I wanted to help women on a deeper level you know I found that so many women even though we had a co-ed gym I worked a lot with women in our in our gym and connected a lot with them in particular so I I decided to get certified as a health coach, which, you know, that's how we met. How we met? Uh, yeah, because I, I, I felt like there's something more here, you know, like, why are women not showing up to the workouts? Why are they choosing not to eat healthy food? You know, I'm giving them all the tools they need, but they're not showing up for it, right? So what's the reason behind all of this, right? Mm. And, you know, that that evolution you know, really helped for me to, to, you know, to, I feel like help women on a, on a deeper level. But as I change, and as I evolved, I found like, oh, this, this, some of these, some of the things that I feel like I was still talking about and prescribing just didn't jive for me. Like I just, I knew something was just not quite right. Um, and from there, I discovered cycle syncing. <laughs> and that blew my mind, you know, just the idea of connecting to your own menstrual cycle, and what that means for a woman. And I think that was my first piece of like, really slowing down on a personal mm-hmm. level, and also with my clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Can I ask you something about that? Because yeah, I, sure. I love that. I love that topic. Um, so what would you I mean, what are the key points for women, especially women entrepreneurs, to yeah watch out for when you know going with the flow of the cycle like because I guess there are some phases in the cycle where we want to rest more and there are other times mm-hmm. in the cycle where we are more energized right yeah absolutely so the our cycle is basically divided into four main parts right your mm-hmm. uh, follicular phase so your inner spring your ovulatory phase so your inner summer your um, menstrual phase sorry your luteal phase which is your autumn 
and then your menstrual phase, which is your inner winter, right? And I love describing it with the seasons because that really gives you a visual of, of actually what's happening with us internally. So our inner spring is, is just like spring, you know, like we're starting to take off layers, we're starting to feel more energetic, right? We start to feel more outwards, right? We want to talk to more people, right? And so that's, that's how, you know, just thinking about that allows us to, to be able to run our businesses in a better way, right? So this is the time where we schedule more doing, right? More of like the creative stuff, right? In our business, um, being more social. So getting out there and connecting with other entrepreneurs and things like that, right? And then our inner summer is like when we're like full on, you know, just like the season, right? We're full of energy. We can do everything and anything, you know? And, you know, when I, when I talk to women about this, they can totally relate to that, right? There's just this one time of the month where they're just like, I can do everything, you know, like I can do yeah. a workout, I can do all my work and I still have energy, right? I, I do everything at home. I, you know, I can, I get it all done. But the problem is that most of us have been raised to be in inner summer and inner spring all the time, yeah. right? But that's not the reality of our bodies, you know, not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally, right? And, you know, and as we move into our inner fall, we start to turn inwards, right? It's like putting on a sweater. We start to put on the layers, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when our inner critic starts to come out, you know, like that little voice that tells you, you know, you're maybe not so good at something, you know, you're not doing something quite right. And our inner critic has a very good purpose, a very positive purpose, if we allow it to, you know, to just kind of pinpoint different areas that we need to work on as entrepreneurs or even in our life on a personal level. But when it comes to our business, you know, just allowing ourselves to slow down during that time and work on different things, you know, closing off projects that maybe we're working on, mm -hmm. um, starting to plan for what we want to create, you know, as we, as we go through our cycle or as we go uh, again into our inner spring, right? And it's sort of like allowing ourselves to transition like this allows us to then get to our menstrual cycle, so our inner winter, and allow ourselves a little bit more hibernation, right? So if we think about winter as hibernation, right? We don't want to go outside. There's like a big storm. I know it's hard in Florida to think about that. But, you know, internally, we just crave alone time. Even if you're an extrovert, right? Yeah. It's obviously going to be different levels. I'm an introvert. So I'm like, really like, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, like I don't want any social time during my, you know, my menstrual phase, especially like day one and two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's about honoring that, right? It doesn't mean that you necessarily, you know, completely shut off and you don't do anything, but it's about, you know, being honoring, especially that first day, you know, allowing yourself to really slow down, allowing yourself to think of yourself as a snail, you know, whereas maybe you're usually just kind of like running from one thing to the other, to the next, to the next, you're now just like going with the flow, you know, what feels good for me today, right? What feels good for me to do? And that, I mean, that's, that made a massive, massive shift in the way that I approached, you know, the way that I worked, and how I, you know, spoke to my female clients about the way that they should exercise, right? Because the way we exercise should also change along with these different seasons, right? And that's one thing I was very bad at for many years of my life, right? It was always like pushing myself 
like to an extreme with workouts, mm -hmm. which I enjoyed half the time because I enjoyed to push myself. But half of the other time, it was like I pushed myself and then I felt more tired than energized. Right. Yeah. And I never clued in. Oh, like, you know, it's because my body doesn't want me to be doing this. Right. It's because I actually need something different. It's, I need I need to be slowing down right now. Yeah, it's such a good point because we always say, oh, you you should be fine because you exercise. But if we do it against our natural energy, um, that can be quite harsh. Um, and I want to share because um, what's the other day? Like it's it's a lot in the self-development industry. And when I say this whole concept of like, you got to push yourself, you got to force yourself and you got to do it over and over again and all these kind of things. And I started to speak up about it because that is just for me the worst advice we can give people because of course there are times right when we know intuitively we need to do something and we do need to push ourselves mainly because fears come up mm. um, but we have to look deeper and like you say I love that you said that you were like you know I wanted to understand why are my clients not doing the things right what's the instead of like yeah trying to force it maybe there is something there that mm. they are try actually trusting themselves and they're not taking the action because they're not supposed to at this point right yeah yeah and I think we're so hard on ourselves and we're in this constant because you know our society has taught us to be always you know doing and striving for things I mean I think it comes from like the fact that as women we've had to fight so hard to where get to where we we are now today right for equality and to be able to have the same jobs and all that stuff right that we feel like we have to fight all the time right and we have to be in this constant masculine energy well if we're in this constant masculine energy all day long and then and you're exhausted and then you come to the gym and you do something that is again in constant masculine energy because you're forcing that workout because it you know it doesn't feel good right you're exhausted you're on your period you have a lot of stress on you know Yeah. then it's like, why not honor that, right? It doesn't mean you don't move. It means you just do something else, right? Mm. So that you can come out of it feeling better because that's the whole point, right? If we if we exercise and then feel crappy afterwards, then what was the point? Exactly. No, I totally agree with you. And I have, I have been there several times where I tried to push myself and then my body at some point was like, okay, no more. Mm -hmm. So definitely yeah. can relate to that. And then there are things like, You know, it can be often I find more gentle things like just going out for a brisk walk or yoga, stretching, or just yeah. making my body. Like those kind of things, they are much more invigorating, you know, than like, yeah, going to the gym and doing the one hour elliptical or lifting the weights. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's so many ways that we can move our body and it's like, there's so much guilt associated with not feeling the burn or always pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's, I think for a lot of women, there's that guilt of like, Oh, I want to, I want my body to look this way. And so in order to get to that, I have to push myself a certain way and do these workouts that I hate all the time. Right. Versus like, why don't I just honor my body and do what feels good? Yeah. I mean, I have really learned that, It's through acceptance that we change, not through mm -hmm. forcing. Because when we can accept also our body how it is, but really accept it at a 
subconscious DNA level, that's when things start to shift. And that's when we start to, and I mean, emotions are a really big part. That, that's one of the things I've learned also, like why we don't do the things we need to do because we don't really looking at our shadows a lot, right? It's like something we tend to push away. Um, but the more I have allowed myself to feel how I feel, not judge myself and move through that, like aligned habits, they just, they, they start to happen out of flow in a way, right? Like mm. my body's kind of showing me, okay, that's the next thing. Now I'm going to start to eat a little bit healthier. And, but it, it comes without, at least in my case, without planning it and thinking it out too much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think the more that you start to honor yourself and what you need and own that you are worthy of certain things, you know, own that you're worthy of like moving your body every day and eating nutritious food, right? And, you know, stopping in the middle of the day, in the middle of your work day, you know, to go for a walk or just do nothing, you know, when you start to honor all those things, it almost starts to become more natural, more instinctive, right? And yeah. there's less of the forcing of like, like, it's almost like, you know, women approach it in the sense of like writing it on their to do list, right? And so self care becomes this other thing they have to do versus yeah, right. being, yeah, which is like, that's not what it's supposed to be. You know, it's not just this yeah. other thing you have to do. It's, it's you it's what you deserve it's what your you 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 need to own that you know you need to own that this is this is why you're here you know to experience right and if all you're doing is is working then you're not really feeling you're experiencing your life right feeling what you what you want to be feeling that's such a good point like yeah self-care should not be on your to-do list because then it's kind of like a I have to do this. <laughs> Such a good point. I yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. Now, and now we we talked about the cycle for us women, how important that is to really honor that, the physical activity. And now also I would love to hear from you. So you learned at some point also about human design, right? And that you're protecting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, so I learned about my human design. I think it's probably been about a year ago and um I I was pretty mind blown <laughs> when I discovered that I was a projector like honestly if you had asked me uh, without knowing much about like before finding out that I was a projector I probably would have said oh yeah like I'm a manager you know mm -hmm. like I'm I'm a person that's meant to like be doing all the time and getting things mm -hmm. done and having like my hands in a lot of places, you know, and, uh, but then when I discovered I was a projector, I was like, Oh my God, this makes so much sense because so many times throughout my life, I experienced, you know, just severe exhaustion, um, mm -hmm. really bad anxiety, um, just feeling so just burnt out, you know, from, from doing things that I felt that I should be able to do. You know, if other people are, you know, doing things this way, you feel like you should be able to do things that way, right? Yeah. And I always pride, prided myself in being able to like do tons of things, you know, always be doing, you know? Like my mother-in-law, for example, she like literally nickname, nickname, nicknamed me Busy Bee, you know, because I was like literally always doing stuff. Mm. And it was almost like this ego thing, you know? I felt good when I was doing 
And I associated my worth with what I was doing. And so when I came to that realization, I was like, oh my God. And I feel like it really grounded me in realizing that I, I actually do so much better. I'm actually so much more productive when I say, when I give myself a smaller window of time. You know what I mean? When I'm not like, I'm just going to work all day long, see how much I can get done. Now I, you know, I honor the fact that, you know, I actually stopped being productive after, you know, sitting at my computer for a few hours, you know, I need that break. And then I come back to it, right. And I feel like the more I honor it, the more, um, the more in line I feel, you know, the more in flow I feel when I when I am working. Yeah, yeah. So because that that's actually like being a projector, you have the um, the sacral undefined, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that is that center? I mean, if you have it defined, like it's red, but if if it's undefined, and that means you have you amplify the sacral energy, and you have these spurts of energy where you know you can get done more than any many gen of ten many gens together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like the balloon pops and you have to rest and sometimes for a longer period of time, right? Yeah. So um, I, I can only imagine how big of a game changer that was for you. That Because we're so in this world, like you need to be consistently, like you say, nine to five or I have to be busy all day long, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, for you, it's more like there may be one day in a week where you have immense energy and then for the other days, it's kind of like, more more low right is that, is that how you experience that or yeah totally and i and it's it's funny because like con- trying to honor that along with my cycle has become a yeah. little bit of a you know a game you know because mm-hmm. it's it's really i find it really hard sometimes to honor you know those pieces but i'm always reminded by my body you know like i'm always reminded that hey like you're you're feeling this way because you're not honoring the fact that you're a projector you know mm-hmm. you need to slow down like allow yourself the space the time you know and whenever i do the next day i'm like oh like i i feel like you know this weight is lifted off my shoulders and i also feel like more creative right mm-hmm. and more productive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the day before, if I found myself like pushing a little bit too much, forcing that I had to get something done, the the ideas are just not coming, right? And I'm just, you know, it's like those moments where you're at your computer and you're like, kind of, no ideas are coming, right? You're just like staring. Yeah. Yeah. When we when we need to make it happen, then nothing comes. Exactly. No, that is really like the number one thing for, honestly, for every human, but especially being a projector is that self-care piece because you 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 know right like a projector has like the way to call in big things in life you know new opportunities and that is like uh what we call wait for recognition and invitation and the more you take care of yourself the more you honor you need to rest and and all of that right the more you slow down the more you cultivate the art of doing nothing right when you just feel like it um, that's when you you shine more right you you're like rested and you're like and then life is like okay she's ready I can now bring things to her that she can then get invited into or can respond to and all that that good stuff right mm-hmm. but yeah. when we are in this like constantly hustling and trying to make things happen 
and like you say you pushed a lot with your willpower um that's the and you have an undefined will center that's this one here the little one um and that is often like yeah we need to prove ourselves right mm. there's this need to like and we we have a tendency to say yes to things that we want to say no to and all of that stuff so as so i mean it's totally normal right for for most humans but being a projector like you keep doing that for too long like you burn out way earlier and th that can happen to the generator types too and manifesting generators um because we can also push too much we also need rest but you have an, a stronger need for that right and if you ignore yeah. that like you see that the consequences way earlier and that, that's why projectors oftentimes they they get burned out way earlier in life mm. yeah and i and i totally I, I totally connect with that now like it makes so much sense to me mm. um that you know that i am a projector you know if i if i had learned this earlier i would have done so many things differently but mm. um i think well i mean now obviously i have the opportunity to which is which is amazing mm. uh, and just you know being able to uh to know that and sh and share that like my son is also a projector is. so yeah it's it's really cool because he is so much like me like i see so much of like his projector energy like he'll be like oh my god like all over the place like so energetic one moment and then two hours later he's just like I don't want to move. I'm not moving from here. Like, <laughs> you know, leave me alone. And, yeah. but he's very good at honoring what he needs, you know, like he's, I don't, I don't want to do it, you know, and he doesn't need to ex explain why, you know, he's just like, I don't want to do that right now. And I'm not up for that. And that's that, you know, but I think that if I didn't know about human design, if I didn't know that he was a projector, that I would push him, you know, yeah. to do it anyway, to, yeah. you know, and, mm. um, and that's really harmful, you know, because obviously that that creates the, you know, the the same beliefs that I grew up with, right? And yeah, you have to be all constantly hustling. Yeah, yeah. No, and I love it so much because I think before we got on the call, I told you like human design is actually meant for the children, and now you not only does it benefit yourself, right, for your own health, well-being, for your business, and all of that. But now you also you have a child and what a gift that is that we can so early on like recognize like okay he's a pro that's because we we probably think as parents what's wrong with him right just like we mm. thought for ourselves what's wrong with myself before right I, I should be more productive I should be more energized and it's just that always makes me so happy when I hear like how we can just let the kids be you know because mm they know and like you say like it's actually us parents for the most part they're trying to make it like we have experience with our parents and not that our parents did any bad I mean they didn't know any better right they were raised that yeah time. so I feel like we have such a privilege now as as moms to actually have this knowledge available to us right that we can yeah let our kids be a little bit more yeah I think it's it's huge as as a parent because there's so much guilt that we put on ourselves that we then pass on to them right yeah and to be able to just release that from them or like to be able to just not pass it on to them is is such a huge thing it is it is absolutely 
Um, and I really like that's what I love about human design the most, right? That it's actually meant for the kids and it's just gonna make things so much easier because they they will trust themselves what they want to do for their career instead of doing what the parents want the kids to do, right? And mm. pursue a career path that's super misaligned and is based on the shoulds, right? Yeah. Um, I think we, we're all recovering uh, people pleasers and following the shoulds, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i see a lot of change happening you know in, yeah. in the world and but there's yeah there's still just so much so much of the hustling yeah yeah no i love that and do you want to look at a couple of things a little bit in more depth in your human design charts sure yeah okay. i you know one thing that always has kind of puzzled me is that i'd have an undefined um the, like I that I don't have um like my willpower is not defined is that is that yeah yeah the it? will center yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah like when I told my husband that he was like what you have like the most willpower that I've ever seen anybody have you know and he has a defined uh, that yeah. defined and he's like I have way less willpower than you and then the way that I sort of understood it is that I actually feed off other people's yeah. willpower sort of yeah um, so exactly the way this is is that it doesn't mean that you don't have willpower so when it's undefined so anything that's defined in your chart that's colored in you have consistent access to it and it's it's much more familiar that energy but like a, a kind of like a steady um, level let's say now people with an undefined like you you can amplify this energy and feel it even stronger right mm. so and also if you were growing up like it would be really um interesting to look at your parents charts or the people you grew up with because if you were around defined well centers growing up you know this energy very well right mm. and so you can actually and especially with an well center undefined there is this there's a huge tendency to want to prove yourself so we actually you know we come up with a lot of willpower right from the shoulds and the expectations of society so and if your if your husband has the, the will center defined just being around him you amplify you, you can take on this energy and amplify it but then at some point it does will crash and you you probably have felt that before and especially having the sequel undefined right like you probably have pushed against your energy a lot in the past mm. so does it yeah Make sense? Yeah, yeah, that totally resonates for sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's it's just something to be aware of. And the more you are in sync with, so you're a splenic projector, like you just know in the moment, right? Like if I am going to ask you, like, you know, right? When you need to stop, you know, when it's time to go, like, you know, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's always for you to trust that like when you know in the moment and even though because you have also you have a very strong mind like your ajna is defined you have like gate 17 the gate of opinions like you also you need you see everything that needs to be corrected like that's really one of the big gifts that you have and the patterns and we may also fall often into like we need to do it for everybody right we need to correct everything and we need to fix everything i need to take care of everything mm. but 
it's like more for you to, especially being a projector, let it come to you, you know? Even if you see what other people should be doing or need to be doing, like if we tell it to them and they're not ready, nothing will happen. And then we may get into like, we need to do it for them and we need to make it happen and things like that. Right? Yeah. But the more you can like be grounded in the knowing that when the time will come, the right people will hear or ask you or your message will get shared when people are ready for it. Right. And then, and it's not yours to correct everything and fix everything. Right. It's mm. more like, especially being a projector, you have this wisdom, like you, you can see things, how to make it more efficient and how to make it better and how to improve it. Right. It, it comes really easy to you. Yeah. I think that the piece of, um, you know, just waiting for the invitation and not forcing my opinion on other people has been a really big shift that I've made that I've just noticed that people actually take my, like what I say mm. uh, to a, like they understand more what I, where I'm coming from, you know, when I don't force it. I feel like before discovering that I was a projector, I would always like try to force my opinion. Like you shouldn't be doing it that way. You should be doing it that way. Right. Yeah. And people would just kind of be turned off by that. Mm-hmm. and the and it just really allowed me to sort of like chill out on that you know and mm-hmm. just you know if people ask me for my, my opinion I I tell them and because they've asked me for my opinion it's almost like they're like oh like they're really listening to me you know whereas before I was just like saying my opinion they weren't really asking for it right so they were like just turned off by it yeah no, I love that because, and, and I just want to share this with you. This is not only for you being a projector. This is for all the types like that. Um, because that energy in the chart is a projected energy in itself. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm a, I'm a manifesting generator, for example, and even if I have, oh, something needs to be corrected, it always lands better if the, somebody approaches me and asks me. For you, it's even more so. It, it probably, you feel it at a stronger level. Um, but I love that you share that because especially being coaches, right? We're in that in that space. We're here to um, share our knowledge, give advice and these kind of things. But really, we're more here to listen, right? Mm-hmm. We're here to listen and observe, give people a safe space to, you know, express how they feel. And then like you say, and then they'll ask us, right? They'll ask you. And, and you have a lot of brilliant wisdom to share, right? And that's when the transformation happens because they were ready for it. And when we can, I love how you said, like, I just chill out. <laughs> like, even though I know and I have this urge to share, like, when we can resist, I mean, yeah, not go with that urge and just like, okay, I trust that <laughs> right now is not the right time to share it. And um, And like you say, like, we say it in the wrong moment because we feel like we need to blurt it out. And then people are, they, they are repelled by it. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they don't get it. It doesn't land well. It's, it's more like, um, you know, like when a kid gets like reprimanded by the parents and then they do the opposite of what the parents were telling them. Yes. Yeah. Goes, yeah. Well, you should eat this. And then the next week they come back while well, I, I ate the opposite. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's and and I would find that all the time when I would do this, like when I would just like throw out my opinion or what people should do, 
they they wouldn't listen they'd be like uh-huh okay mm. and then you know they, but they wouldn't do it and then months later or like even a year later they'd say oh yeah like so and so is helping me with this and it's going so great and they told me i should do this this and in my head i'm thinking i told you to do that like a year ago yeah. right? but it just yeah. goes to prove that like when someone's not ready for your message right or when someone's not mm. asking you for your opinion it doesn't, it's almost like it bounces right off, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not really yeah. landing, right? Yeah, it's literally like an insect repellent, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I just want to say anybody that's listening here, especially you have the combination of gate 17 and 18, which Daniela has that. She has the whole channel, uh, the 62, 17, and the 48, 16, and then gate 18. Like all this energy is about, you know, correcting and details and patterns and opinions and wisdom and, you know, like that whole energy. And you have, you have that. I mean, yours is so strong in your chart. It's so beautiful. And I love that you have learned that, like how to use it and how powerful it is when we can just chill out and let it like, let people ask us actually. And then it's like, that's where the transformation happens. And mm -hmm. it, it makes coaching so much easier, right? I mean, it, it really does. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, that was when I first became a coach. It's like, and and it was of course helpful. You get all these scripts and like how this, you know, how the session should go. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. Hey, let's focus on these action steps and cover this and da 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 da. But it takes you away from trusting yourself and going with the flow of life. And every person is different, right? And um, through listening, we can just be much more of a yeah observer and the people then feel safe to ask us and to share what they really need right so oh totally that, that i totally feel that yeah. versus yeah you're just you're not trying to fix you know your your clients right you're just allowing them to you know express right where what they what they you know what they're going through right and uh, yeah and uh, let them uncover the answers themselves in a way exactly right? exactly and, yeah and if they feel like okay to get my answer i need to ask daniel or something then they get what they need from that right um yeah it's really beautiful and i want to share also a little bit so your incarnation cross you have we have that in common we have the right angle cross of the sphinx um a little bit different like what's in your consciousness and my unconscious but this incarnation cross is all about guiding people and, and on top of it, you're a projector, right? So you're the guide of the guide of the guides. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, because like the, the G center, all these energies, the two, the one, the 13 and the seven, they're all, they come off the G center and the G center is a center for identity, love and direction. So you, you're here to yeah give direction to people. Oftentimes people come to you, they kind of feel lost, right? Like they don't know where they're going and they kind of lost that um, within themselves a lot. And the 13, which is your unconscious son, it is called the gate of the listener. So that energy is all about, well, listening, right? Of course, also listening to yourself first, right? Listening, like you started to listen to your own needs and your intuition that you need to rest more and all of that. And then also it comes to listening to others. And that in itself has so much healing power. And you have also the 30 so you have that whole channel the 1333 and what's very typical with that energy is like 
you're that person that people come to you, they share their deepest secrets and sometimes even strangers at the grocery store, they just be comfortable to share you their everything. Has it ever mm -hmm. happened to you? Uh, yeah, I, I have had like strangers share things with me for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I know this for myself, I have a 13 and sometimes I'm like, I have heard stories and, and, and we are oftentimes these stories are just for us to keep. They're not to like, sometimes they're to be shared if they can be helpful for others. But oftentimes it's just like, they just need to express it with somebody. And that in itself has a very yeah. strong, um, energy, energy for them. And yeah. then, yeah. And then the, so you have a seven in your unconscious earth. So I actually want to ask about that. Like, do you collaborate a lot? Because that is the energy is all about collaboration and that's actually grounding you. Mm. Um, I don't think that, that I'm doing that a lot. No, yeah. actually. Yeah. So that's something and it, especially being a projector, I invite you just to be open to it. It's not something you want to force like with anything, mm -hmm. right? But I have this myself. I have it in on the conscious side, and I, I can tell you, for me, it has been a game changer because, um, especially being a two four profile, we can be very on our own, right? The the two four profile is a very um, personal profile where we 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 need a lot of alone time, right? That's mm -hmm. a hermit. But then the four, as you hermit away. And and like the two four is just it's it's kind of like a projector profile in itself. Like you take care of yourself, you do your thing, you rest, and you you do the self care and all of that, right? And then you get called out by your close friend. Like your your biggest opportunities usually come from your close network and friends, right? Mm. Kind of like how I called you out at the moment podcast. I mean, you actually you send me a lovely message, right? And then I'm like, hey, why don't you want to come on my podcast, right? So yeah, yeah. that's kind of that that two-four dynamic in a little bit. And mm. for us to be grounded is very important, right? And you have, so you have the seven and the one. The, the one energy is all about your authentic self-expression. And it is it is about doing and doing the things that feel good to you. It is actually very, it's the most masculine energy in the chart. So you're mm -hmm. also here to, to be active when the when it feels right, right? Not against your energy, of course. And then the seven is all that energy is about collaboration and allowing mm. yourself to have support. And your conscious son, the two, that is the most feminine energy in the entire charts. So that is like it's all about allowing and receiving. And mm. so maybe that's for you the next level for you to to open yourself up to 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 like how can i allow more support how i can even receive more right and 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 see see what that does for you because when we open ourselves to collaboration especially we can let things be even more easy mm. right and yeah this is fascinating and I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that, you know, the past, I would say the past six months, mostly I've felt really called to connect with other female coaches, mm -hmm. like to, you know, reach out and see if they want to be on my podcast and, or just, you know, just to have conversations and, you know, mm -hmm. I, and that, that in itself feels really supportive, you know? 
because um, I think a lot of the times, you know, if you are like what you said, at, you know, two, four, you feel like you're okay on your own, you know, you're just, cause I can't, I mean, I can literally be alone if it, yeah. you know, if it wasn't for my son and husband, I'd, you know, probably be alone. <laughs> In a cave. Time, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm totally yeah. happy by myself, you know, but I do also get a lot from being with other people, you know? And I do, I have to recognize that for sure. So it's like a, like a, a, finding that balance, right? Between those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always, it's, it's like, oh, it's like a conundrum in a way. There's this one part that wants to hide away. There's the other part that wants, it's like the two, four. It's like the introvert and the extrovert meet, but the introvert mm. is more consciously aware to us. And, um, and oftentimes we can fall too much into hiding as well with a two line. But we kind mm -hmm. of miss out on the joy of life and we're just doing our thing. So, um, but I love that you already have been tapping into that, like with your podcast. And um, and I always say, like, just set the intention, right? If it feels good and right to you, just set the intention, like, okay, I wonder how I can allow more, even more support and collaboration to my life and my business. I'm open. Mm. Life show me, right? Yeah. Like, is yeah, that you have to that. do or figure out about it? Like, um of course if you have some specific ideas by all means um you can pursue that like you have been doing a podcast already um but there could be quite some magic coming along from that um definitely because it's like when people and that's also a lot what human design is about how we when we come together as humans right how we can actually it's like, I always say like math doesn't apply because if when one on one comes together, it's no longer two, right? It's like when two people come together then we can create like 10, 1200, like, mm. right? It's like something way bigger than we could do individually. Like I could do this by myself, you could do this by myself, but when you and I, we come together, we can create this thing that's beyond what we can do solely. And then even if we add that together, right? Yeah like like one example is um and you know i think you know her miranda is my business partner so we have created the aligned living academy and we always say like i couldn't have done it without her and like and she says the same like we are both like but by us doing it together it has been so much more easy and effortless and she has her strength i have my strength and we have mm -hmm. both weaknesses and we just compliment it so beautifully, right? And we let the other person do what they're good at. And we, we stop trying to do it all ourselves and then and and then vice versa. So it has a lot to do also, of course, with letting go of control and yeah. You know, yeah. And and again, allowing, allowing other people to do what they're good at it. So you can be even more fully owning what you are good at, right? What you're really meant to be doing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, sometimes we can force the stuff we're not so good at, right? And then that drains yeah. us from the energy that we need to to show up, right? Yeah, in, in our best energy for yeah. for the, the other stuff. Yeah, especially being online entrepreneurs, right? It's like yeah, having so many hats on and yeah, trying to do it all ourselves. Definitely, absolutely. Um, yeah, beautiful. Do you have any other questions about your chart or anything? What the human is um, wondering about? Um, trying to think something in particular. 
so I have a defined throat center, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What, I mean, that, it, does that mean in essence that I need to be expressing myself in order to, to show up in my power? Is that, like, is that? Yeah, that's a good question. So actually, so I want to say, so you are single definition. So what this means, like, all your energies are connected. If I if I took a pen and I connect all your defined centers, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to take the pen off, right? So you have the mm -hmm. cheek center, the throat, the ajna, and the spleen defined. And all your energies, basically, they go to the throat. You see, your spleen is connected to the throat, your G center to the throat, and your ajna is connected to the throat. So you came very clearly express your intuition you can very like you speak from your heart and your identity which also makes it very vulnerable to criticism is does that sound true to you mm -hmm. so yeah. that's also that's just your energetics it's not like you're weak or anything it's like yeah when people say kind of in a rough way to you like it hits you at your core in a way mm. and also you can very clearly articulate your mind because you have the ajna defined to the throat so but it's very important for you that, yeah, like you said, you need to keep expressing yourself like all humans, right? But especially when you have the throat center defined and you suppress speaking and mm. suppress sharing your, your wealth of wisdom and your insights and all of that, then you like it can really affect the thyroid health in particular, right? Oh. So. Okay. And I mean, I want to say you have a podcast yourself, right? So that's yes. perfect. It's perfect. And this does not mean that a person that has an undefined throat cannot have a podcast. I just want to say that. Like, it's always through following your strategy and your authority that you know what's mm. going to be for you, right? Um, but it's really like if we with a defined throat, we don't use our voice, it can be more detrimental in a way, right? So the more you can express, you know, and share. So that's why I think having a podcast is just brilliant for you. And also, so being a projector, you usually get clarity. I mean, yeah, you know, in the moment, if something is right for you, you have that splenic intuition in the knowing in the, in the moment, but it's sometimes you, you, I mean, let me know if that resonates. You have this need to talk things out. Like you need a sounding board. You just yes. need to like, uh, it's like let's say you have your husband and like hey I, I just I want to talk to you but I'm not looking for advice I just want you to hear me right mm -hmm. and then as you speak you then oh okay I, I know what I want yeah I, I know that happens exactly. to me all the time all the time right exactly yeah all the time yeah as I'm saying it I, I'm like answering my own questions you know I'm yeah. like feeling better about something yeah absolutely yeah so yeah. yeah, your voice is everything. Like it's so so important for you. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think growing up, I really re like repressed my voice. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't um, I didn't really speak much. I kind of held it all in, like all my ideas and and thoughts, and I was afraid to speak out loud. So mm -hmm. and just learning about you know having in. A defined throat center I've been making more of a conscious effort you know of like yeah. speaking as much as I can because I find that even though there's like this fear behind it a lot of the time it's mm -hmm. it may it always makes me feel 
um, like, I feel like I was holding myself back from expressing myself before, right? Yeah. Whereas now I, I'm more able to get my message across just speaking it, right? Versus just writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. If you just, I mean, it's not like writing it down or journaling is a bad thing, but um, for you, it's going to be much more transformative if you like have your friend and let's have a conversation, you know? Mm. Yeah. I can totally say that much more clarity so that's why you know having a podcast is brilliant you know and and also like i really encourage you in your daily life anytime where you feel kind of how you're too much in your head or you're trying to figure something out like just ask a friend ask your husband or anybody like hey can we just can i can i use you to mm. I just and make it clear that you're not looking for them to give you advice yeah make it clear that you just need somebody to listen to you. That's really all. That's really the most important. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, and again, also like, um, I mean, also for undefined roles, right? Like, um, I don't know if, if your son, what your son charts look, looks like. He's, he's undefined. Yeah. So for him, he he may sometimes feel pressure to speak because he can amplify that. And then he there may just stuff may bubble out out of him or he may totally close up and be super silent because he you know he doesn't feel that it's not so natural for him to use that right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but again he's a projector it's very important for him to talk things out so you may want to encourage him okay to, to speak <laughs> and i have some like, now that i'm speaking i have like a, yeah. something you, in you your know, yeah like <laughs> You know, when you have like a frog in your throat, that's how we say it in German. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, very, very important for projectors to, yeah, they, they need to talk things out. So especially for kids, like they may sometimes come across a little bit like nerdy, you know, mm. because they, um, but you actually want to more approach your son like, hey, I, I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear what you have to say about it. That's going to be so good for him yeah yeah he he loves when his you know his opinion is like taken into consideration yeah. and yeah even if it's not you know the final word he's just yeah. like oh yeah sure i'll tell you what i think <laughs> yeah um yeah that's gonna be mega mega important for self-esteem and everything to kind of like and actually like as a parent like see how you can create invitations for him right mm. hey i invite you to do this you want to do that like because then then he yeah, he learns to trust in life and and um it's yeah very very magical for oh that's great it's so beautiful that you know you as a mama projector your son is a projector and then and still you're probably so different right at the same time yeah 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 for sure we have a lot of similarities but also very different <laughs> yeah yeah same same but different so <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Okay, beautiful. So yeah, no, I just hope that that helped you like a little bit with, with your human design. Um, but I love how you already are like living it so much and how it brought you so much insights and also relief and, you know, how you already knew intuitively was right for you. It was just this, I, it's always like, I say it's like a permission to be you, right? It's like, yeah not like it was something new for you like it was like yeah I knew this I just wasn't trusting myself right totally totally it's 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 the permission and it just allows you to not have so much guilt 
all the time, yeah. right? For not showing up a particular way that somebody else is, you know, other yeah. people are doing it that way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's huge. beautiful. Beautiful. So um, now I would love to hear from you, Daniela, like how can people work with you? How can they get in contact with you? What are, what are, what are your programs offerings for anybody that's interested to? Yeah, thank you. Um, so the best way to find uh, my offerings is on Instagram at Revive with Daniela. You can come check out my page there and follow me there. Um, I've just launched a new one-to-one -one program called Ignite. And this program is all for female entrepreneurs who want to take back their time and their energy and their creativity um, because they've been stuck in the hustle and the doing and the and the shooting for a very long time right so um they're feeling you know stuck and, and stagnant in their businesses and their lives and uh yeah you can find the link in my link tree and my instagram for all my programs yeah beautiful and i'm gonna make sure i drop everything in the show notes so your listeners can um yeah get in touch with daniela and reach out to her if you feel called to especially also all you beautiful projectors because she knows what it means to be a projector for sure mm -hmm. and i just want to thank you for for being here today with us thank you for sharing your story your wisdom and we're just happy to have you amazing thank you so much for having me this is so helpful <laughs> to go through my chart <laughs> Ah, uh, you're welcome. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do. So <laughs> beautiful. And I hope this was really helpful for all you listeners as well. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, thank you, Daniela. And I'm excited to be with you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.